the number one thing is just pick something and go. People get so hung up on this, so hung up on it because they feel like it's like they're choosing their kid's name. Pick something you like. If you like blue skies, if you like green forests, it doesn't matter. You just want to present yourself as a professional company. Welcome to Turning Profit, a podcast for people that love real estate. Learn the business models and skills that professional real estate investors use to make money and build wealth. Visit turningprofit.com for a wealth of investor resources. And now, here are your hosts, Pete and Heather Reese. Welcome to the Turning Profit Podcast. Heather, it's so great to be here once again. I feel like I need to mix it up. Like we should be saying something else, but I really can't think of anything clever. Okay, well, I'll just stick with my standard tagline though. What are we talking about today though? Well, we're talking about how to start your land flipping business. Now, the title may actually change when it comes down to actually producing this. Right, because it's actually like we've talked about how to start a land flipping business before. We're not actually talking about how to start a land flipping business. We're talking about how to start the business aspect of Yeah, yeah, the nuts and bolts of how to actually set up your land flipping business. Mm -hmm. So maybe that sounds better. I don't know. It's so funny because it's the the content's the same. And that's one of the things like it drives me crazy with like social media and all this kind of stuff. It's like you have to do the hook or people won't even look at it. Right. I get it. But I just hate the BS, mm-hmm. you know, and it's yeah, like straight to the point. We know that there's a lot of people who have said, OK, I definitely want to do a land flipping business like this is what I want to do. People getting out of the military, just all different sorts of people from all different places, actually all over the world. All over the world. Yes, Heather. Thank you for that, Peter. <laughs> He's Heather. Peter. Um, and so you think, OK, th- I'm sold on this. I can do it. I want to flip land. OK, but what about the business aspect? And there's a lot of people who maybe haven't run a business before. They've never started a business. And there's the business considerations, too, because you can start it just as a hobbyist and maybe not do all these things. But we have learned over all the years that it's better to go into it anticipating that this is a real business, run it like a real business, then have to like backtrack and try to like re. But yeah, yeah, plus your results are going to be better. And we'll go into kind of some of that as well. But, you know, we're here to kind of demystify the process, setting up a business. Yes, setting up a business. uh, There are a number of steps Mm. that you have to go through and they're, you know, quite a few steps, but but none of them are rocket science. You just kind of go through them one by one and check them off the list and and get them done. The great part about it is once you get those done, you Mm -hmm. don't have to do them again. Right. Set up one time and and you're good to go. You know why a lot of people don't do it? It's because it's kind of like, do you remember that book like Eat Eat the Frog? Eat that frog? Eat that frog Mm -hmm. or something like that. It's kind of like one of those things where you're thinking like, oh, I'm going to set up a business. It's going to be hard. I don't really understand what I'm doing all this kind of stuff. You know, there's some people who can just pass it off to an attorney mm-hmm. or a business advisor, whatever, get this all set up, right? Yeah, I guess if you've got an unlimited budget. Right, just have someone else do it. Okay, but what if you're the one doing it? And we're touching on what we feel are the most important aspects. You could go, you could do 10 times what we say, right? Right, well, you know, you know? as your business grows, the complexity of your business will grow as well. You know, you keep adding on different processes. You keep on adding on different things. But but at the beginning, you really need to just kind of get a basic list of stuff done mm-hmm. that will get your lead generation going, that'll get the deals kind of flowing in. And then you can sort of add some of those complexities as you go and as, as things evolve, as you bring in more money. Right. And so what we've done is we've simplified the most important aspects. Exactly. That, that we have found. Of course, maybe you've run a business before and you're like, oh, I always do this. Great. Add that to it. That's wonderful. But we're doing this to what's the the quickest, easiest, less resistance way to do it and kind of demystifying it. So you're not you're not nervous about it. You just say, okay, well, these are the things I'm going to get done and get it done. And then you're done with it. That's right. And I said done like three times in one sentence. Done, done, done. There we go. Right. So anything else you wanted to add? Anything going on in the world? Well, lots of things going on in the world. Uh, Well, actually, a very interesting thing happened yesterday. We actually closed on the purchase of the biggest property we've ever bought. Really? Right, yeah. It's true, I guess it is, huh? Yeah, and it's 1,560 acres. And this is actually a partner with Pete deal. Right. So one of our members of our community uh, found the deal, got it under contract, and we ended up uh, funding the deal and closing on it yesterday. So we're really excited about it. So 1,560 acres. You and Ashley, Ashley's our middle daughter, we're figuring out like it's almost two miles by two miles, like because it's hard to visualize. Yeah, that's big. It's a big property. You know what I mean? And, and then we're thinking, OK, that would be like from our exit on the freeway to <laughs> what exit? You know what I mean? And also in California, I don't know. Um, like it's it's this weird thing that like someone will say, like, how how far is it to L.A.? 
And I'll be like, I don't know, probably like two and a half to five hours, depending on traffic. They're like, but how far? And I was like, two and a half to five hours. You know what I mean? And and they'll be like, no, like how, what's the distance? I'm like, I have no idea, which is the other rest of the world doesn't distance do that. Distance and time are the same thing around here, I Exactly. Guess. Because, but also like, wait, two and a half to five hours. So and that's true. It's just that's traffic, right? So, um, so when we were talking about that, I was like, that is so funny because in my mind, I was thinking like when it said two, like, okay, you were saying like, okay, the 1500 acres, whatever. I was like, so that's probably like, if you started, it would be like, how long would it, you know, to drive or to walk that? I wasn't even thinking of miles, but mm-hmm. you two were just almost. Right. Yeah. I, I think I, don't know, I have to do the math again, but I was trying to just kind of just like ballpark it. I was like two miles. About, like it's it's not mm-hmm. quite two miles by two miles, mm-hmm. like a square, but it's a little less than that. So I'd have to figure out the exact, but it's a big freaking mm-hmm. property. And I don't know how long it would take to like run around the circumference of the, the perimeter of it or something like that. There you go. That would be fun. But yeah, so maybe someday we'll go there. Actually, I hope not. I actually would hopefully we sell it soon. So we don't. Right. That's and that's the thing, like, because we do stop ourselves like, you'll show me a property like, oh, that's really pretty. I'd like to maybe we should go out and see it. And I was like, no, no, that's like (laughs) when someone says, do you want a puppy? And you're like, no, I do not want a puppy. They're like, I'm just going to stop by and show you the puppy. You're like, great, we're getting a puppy. We're not getting a puppy, Heather. We've already got two puppies. We're getting a puppy. No, they're I'm just dogs. kidding. Yeah, they're dogs now. But anyways, yeah, that's super exciting. And it, of course, that I guess that kind of plays into this, that if you're also, you know, if you're setting up your business and stuff, you might be thinking about the money aspect. Mm. And if you bring the deals, partner with people, fund them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, things have been going I don't know what the right term for it is. Exponential growth. Yeah, exponential growth mm-hmm. on those side. So many great deals are being kind of brought forward from our community and everything. So we're doing lots and lots of deals. Mm-hmm. And I want to do lots and lots and lots and lots more than that. Right. Yeah. And so. our oldest daughter, Madeline, is really mm-hmm. into She kind of is keeping an eye on all the partner with Pete deals that are coming in. And she got into it because she was listening to the – well, actually, she doesn't listen. She – co-moderates the deal evaluation calls that we do. Oh yeah. A the, times deal, a month. the deal uh, evaluation zoom calls. Mm-hmm. Now those are in our community. They're a land conquest community. Mm-hmm. You just to go there, just go to landconquest.com. It's free to join the community. And also we have a full training program that is entirely free in that community. Mm-hmm. Entirely free. There's what no, we're talking about in that too? It goes into more detail in the in the okay. training program. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about all this because sometimes we add extra that isn't in that right. or different. But also so they can find, they don't have to take notes today. No, you, you don't can have to find take notes. It. It's all in the community. And actually mm-hmm. we've got links for different providers and things like that mm-hmm. of, of ones that we suggest in there. So we'll just kind of mention them. But to get the our special deals and things like that, you'll go to the community and then in the classroom tab, that's where the training program is. And then you can click through there to get the special deals. Right. So. And the other thing, it's it really is a family. People, someone said that, like, boy, this does really feel like a family affair for you guys. It really is. Yeah. Our kids, um, our older two who are adults, are um, they are land investors as well. They love that. Our youngest is 13. She yes. just likes spending money. She likes the money part of it. Yeah. yeah that's her contribution, I guess. Yeah, I know. She They're, always wants new clothes and shoes and stuff like she's that. She's a shoe but. person, which is very, very dangerous. Um, So yeah, it's a family affair. So you'll see all of us kind of popping in and stuff. But we love seeing you in the community, which again is Land Conquest. Landconquest.com. I need to just mm-hmm. say it like that. But so as we get started, don't you don't have to take notes because it's all there for you. It's all there for okay, you. Okay, so where do we start? Like, so you've decided I yeah. am going to be a land investor. I need to do the, you know, I need to get the back end set up before I, or you send your mail maybe, and then you work on all this. Or, or yeah. you know, there's a, because there's that lead, that lag. Yeah, so, so I think a I'll lot kind of people, go through the list of it, mm-hmm. and then we're going to break down each item in the list. So okay. I'll just sort of read them off. I've got them on my cheat sheet here. So if you see me looking here. I didn't want to forget anything. And Pete made me one too, so I've got it here too. Yeah. Because I will forget something. So, and I've got this checklist in the training program, by the way. So, okay. So, an actual checklist. Yeah. So, you're going to need to figure out a name, Mm -hmm. a name for your company, your land flipping business. You're going to need a logo and branding Mm -hmm. for your your business. That kind of makes it real. It makes it visually real, at least. Uh, You're going to need a website. Uh, You're going to need a phone number or Mm -hmm. multiple phone numbers. You're going to need an email address, Mm -hmm. professional email address, not just... uh, Joe at gmail.com. Yeah, exactly. Although that would be a really good one if you were able to secure that. Joe, I know, right? (laughs) Okay, an address. You're going to need a uh, A mailing... A physical address. You're going to need... Or a a, a mailing address. A mailing address, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're going to need... And don't use your house address. We'll go into Mm -hmm. that. A bank account. Mm -hmm. Because you need to send money and you're going to get receive money. Right. And before the bank account, you're actually going to need to set up an entity. Mm-hmm. We suggest you set up an entity instead of doing your personal and name. An entity meaning like a LLC, LLC or corporation, corporation something like that. like that. And then the bank account in that name. 
Uh, you're going to need a phone answering service. That is an optional mm-hmm. but highly recommended step. And then also that's about it. Okay, so the first step, first thing you need is an actual name. Right. So you want to pick a name. Where do you go with that? Where do you start? First of all, what you need to do is you really need to consider a name that's going to present you in a professional light, in in my opinion. Now, the name is something that is going to be forefront when you are outreaching to property owners and things like that. So you need to consider how your name will be perceived by them. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, if you could do a name, something like Johnny's Discount Right, I was going to say, like, cheap, I buy cheap land. I buy cheap land or something Uh like that. You know, it may not be the best thing because the sellers are going to look at that and say, well, I don't want to sell my land to Johnny's cheap land Mm -hmm. because I don't really want to sell it that cheap, first of all. And I don't consider this a cheap land, cheap land or something like that. So it's forward facing to the seller. Don't worry about the the end buyer with this name. You could also create a separate name if you plan on direct marketing to to buyers yourself. Mm-hmm. You could consider coming up with a, a buyer-facing mm-hmm. name as well for your company. So, you know, typically companies will have a, you have a corporate or LLC type name, but then you can also do a name for like a doing business as they call it around like here. Like a DBA. D- DBA, yeah. exactly. So it's kind of like your trade name. So And you could have unlimited. Right. I, I think there's like, I don't, I don't, I've never seen a limit on that. So you could yeah. register multiple DBAs and under yeah, that so one. Like for instance, you know, your corporate name or your LLC name could be 123LLC, but then you could have your DBA as Land Development Corp or something like right. that. You know? Pete's Fantastic Properties. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't suggest no. that though. But here's an, here's kind of some easy things. If you're stuck on the name, here's some, kind of some easy things that uh, that I think will help you maybe come up with some uh, un- unlimited possibilities really. So basically the first name is something custom. So, and then the last name would be properties. It could be development. It could be partners. It could be land. Land company or what, yeah. So, so how that works is basically you could say Midwest. Say you use the word mm-hmm. Midwest for the first word. So it could be Midwest properties, Midwest development, Midwest partners, Midwest land, mm-hmm. Midwest land partners, Midwest land development partners. I mean, like all kinds of different things like that. So I would really suggest doing a name that presents you in a professional light. And it doesn't have to be too crazy. You don't have to overthink this at all. You know, choose a kind of that first name that kind of resonates with you in some way. It doesn't have to be location-based like Midwest is. It could be anything. It could be like Silver Lake Properties. Yeah, it could be Silver Lake Properties, Silver Lake Development, Silver Mm -hmm. Lake Partners. You know, there's, there's a a myriad of possibilities there. And I mean, from our, our old life of helping people with naming blogs and stuff, the number one thing is just pick something and go. Yeah, pick something It'll and go It'll be it. fine. It's, it, this, I, I don't know. People get so hung up on this. Mm-hmm. So hung up on it because they feel like it's like they're choosing their kid's name, mm-hmm. which by the way, even that's hard. You don't know this person. You're naming them, right? right? It's like you grow into it. It's just like pick something you like. If you like blue skies, if you like green forest, if you like, it doesn't matter. You just want to present yourself as a as a professional company. Blue Sky Development, Blue Sky Development Partners. All oh, that sounds good. Any of it. I mean, it could be silver like blue skies for all I care. I mean, don't make it too long, but you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? It's like, definitely. just pick something. And then you have another thing that you always have. On, well, maybe not for this, but their DBA, they should cross-reference, right? Make uh-huh. sure there's a website available. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Do you get into that? And we don't really get into it too much, but you're going to, the next step kind of in this process, or one of the, the next steps mm-hmm. is uh, doing a website. So it does help to have a website, kind of that same .com. Mm-hmm. We always suggest .com. So uh, look up that .com, see if it's available. And if it is, then then snag it. And then you can then use that for your website. Yeah. And then your email address. And then it'll be, because people like to email the same, like if you're going to do Blue Sky Land mm-hmm. Development Company, that's very long, but you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like you would want to have it at, you know, Pete at Blue Skies Land. Yeah, company. yeah, and you could you could shorten the .dot com also to make it easier. You could do Pete Blue. at BlueSkyLand.com. dot com. Right. Yeah. Instead of the whole or dev thing. or so, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I ways mean, to, ways to do that as right. well. Right. So the whole thing is keep it simple. Like keep just it simple. Pick a name, go for it. It doesn't matter. Yep. Now after you figure out a name, mm-hmm. logo and branding are next. Hey, everyone, just a quick reminder that you can join our community for free at LandConquest.com. Inside, you'll get all the resources, training, and support for building a thriving land flipping business. Once again, that's LandConquest.com. All right, enjoy the rest of the show. Now, logo and branding, again, you don't want to overcomplicate this. You could spend 
hundreds of thousands of dollars mm -hmm. if you hired certain people to do your logo and branding. I'm sure they'd be fantastic. They probably would be. But not necessary for your endeavor. Right. So you can get away with doing this um, pretty inexpensively. There are some AI sites that, that kind of focus on this as well now. You could put in kind of your name and describe what you're looking to do and maybe some color recommendations and then they'll spit out a bunch of different options for that that's crazy yeah. i can't even imagine had we had that the past 20 years i mean that's insane i think canva have you heard of you know yeah, canva, canva. Yeah. i think they have an ai component now i haven't played with it or mm, anything like yeah, that Yeah, i'm not sure if they do logo and branding as part yeah, of that if you wanted to or you could do what uh, there's one called brandmark.io i think mm -hmm. uh, but i'm sure there's many others that do that as well right and if you wanted someone to do it you could go to etsy or yeah and that's the other thing other... you know you've got that ai route where mm -hmm. you could you know just have an ai i would do, do that it. yeah and typically you're going to still have to pay you know to to get all the right files and stuff mm -hmm. and it might be like 50 bucks or 100 bucks or something like that mm -hmm. which is pretty good the other thing you can do is go on fiverr that's a, that's a good place to get logo and branding done. There's a lot of providers on there with great feedback and everything. I would definitely suggest going with someone that's got some feedback. Now, they actually may be using AI themselves to kind of help mm -hmm. help produce these things. But if you need a human touch in there to kind of do things, that, that might be mm -hmm. good. Upwork is also a good place if you're looking for something a little more custom. Upwork, you can post a job on there, get bids from people that are experienced providers, choose one of those bids and move forward with that. That's more of a custom situation. Mm -hmm. I like Etsy. I, I mean, right. if you're already, if you're an Etsy person and that's fun for you Etsy, yeah. and you want a more of a human thing or mm -hmm. they have some pre-made ones that they do it right now, there's so many places to get it done. And you just tell them, I like, uh, you can also say, Hey, I need it for like, you know, I'm going to have it on a website. So I need to file for that. Like you don't have to know exactly the files you need. They should be able to tell you that. Yeah. They'll, the good ones will give you the files mm -hmm. in all kinds of different formats. So you've got everything there. And then you can make low, you can make um, stationary as you're typing it, mm -hmm. you can just add it in there or you can get it printed. Mm -hmm. I have a stamp that I use these days just for to stamp the outside of our envelopes and oh, stuff. There you go. There you go. I guess I'm just trying to point out it doesn't have to be expensive, hard, difficult or anything. No, it doesn't. Not, not these days. There's a lot of different options. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of these options look great, too. That's the crazy thing, because a long time ago, it was kind of like turned off from that stuff because it looked like cheap yeah, or junk or like something that everybody could do. I mean, even in, in Canva and PicMonkey, all those kinds of things, you could make it yourself. And that's the other option. If you're an artistic type like of person, it. do yeah. it yourself. I'm not. No, me neither. So it doesn't work for us. But I mean, I could still throw together something if I needed to in a pension. It would look fine. Put a tree up and call it treetop properties. Tree top properties. Uh, it's hard to say. <laughs> treetop pop properties. Right. With I have a, a hard time saying that. With one. a little tree icon. Uh -huh. And there you go. Uh -huh. Good enough. Like, seriously, there you go. you're done. Okay. So what do we do after that? And next thing is the website. So you've got to have your logo. You've got to have mm -hmm. your name, everything before you do what you do, your website. And then obviously you've got to have a domain as well, like right. we discussed a little bit. So getting a domain, you know, typically going to GoDaddy or something like that is a good option. You could go there and just kind of see what's available that is uh, works with the name. You know, you might be doing this at the same time. You're trying to figure out your name to figure mm -hmm. out, find something that's available, available and consider the name, but you're going to need, need to buy that. Uh, and then you have to get a website made. You've got a number of different options mm -hmm. for this. We've got an option that's going to be coming out as part of our Land Conquest business system. What's one of the, the big components of it? Uh, one of the things that we try to help with this, I know people get bogged down on the website. Because they don't want to do it. And no. I don't blame them. They're like, do I need to speak another language? And, and if you haven't done websites before, it can it can bog you down unnecessarily. And really, it doesn't need to. I mean, the site that you want to create is something that just separates you as a professional. Mm -hmm. It gives you a professional image. It's got your logo and it's got your branding on it. But it's uh, something that you could show to potential sellers so they could view you as a professional company. It's got some frequently asked questions. It's got some content on there. Uh, we've got our Land Conquest business system, which is coming out. And part of that is that you'll get a done-for-you turnkey website. You actually just give us your logo and branding. Uh, we get the, you pick a number. Uh, we have a bunch of different templates, which we provide. You tell us which template you like. And then we integrate that into the site. And then you can also customize the text and everything. But we've got a lot of pre-written text on there that you can use. And we've got frequently asked question videos and things like that as well. Right. So you don't so. have to do anything. And here's the thing with the website. You think, well, I'm sending out mail or I'm going to be cold calling or texting or whatever you're going to do to get your leads. Why do I need a website? I'm not trying to attract people that way. And it's mm -hmm. because when people get your information, the first thing they do, think about what you do. Someone sends you a letter or something and you're like, oh, okay, it's a new roofing, whatever it is, you're going to go and you're going to see if they're legit. Mm -hmm. Can you find them on the internet? 
You know, if I type in this email address or website address, is something going to pull up? Does it look like they have their, you know, together? together? Yes, thank you. I was going to say a bad word. Um, And so, you know, it's just a reinforcement that you're a real person and that you look professional. That's that's all they care about. Because here's the thing. They know that, like, hopefully you're going to go through a title or escrow company. You're going to keep it legit. But that's not... They're not to that point yet. They need to know if they sign a piece of paper, if they, if you've just stolen their property, Yeah, like that's what they're thinking because a lot of people don't like, aren't thinking of the whole process. They're just thinking if I sign this, then it's, they just stole my, you know what I mean? Right. And so they need to know, okay, this is a real person. You're not stealing. You know what I mean? You're legit. This is a, a legit transaction. You're really going to pay them and all that. So that's why it's so important. I think that's probably one of the most important aspects is actually that website. Yeah. But you don't want to spend all the time making it look that way. And what do you put on it? You got to come up with all this content yourself. You got to yeah. try to figure out these frequently asked questions, all this stuff. So we do all it. that for you. Because uh, you need to be working on getting the leads. That's and right. that's that's the focus. I even say that to you a lot. That's the thing. You need mm-hmm. you need to drive the, the business forward and the leads and the deals. That drives the business forward. Mm-hmm. This other stuff. You know, it's important to have it in place and everything like that, but you don't want to get bogged down being a website creator. Remember I told you I was listening to a podcast and I can't remember what it was, but someone was talking about this an- analogy of like, you can't be the car and the gas or you'll get burned out. Yeah. And the burned out, I think they used a different word because it was like a, another like word for like the car exploding or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you can't do, you can't do all that. Yeah. You can't. I mean, you could. You could. Yeah. But you're not going to have but nearly the But it won't go so well. Right. You know, then, <laughs> there's, the then what's the point? No, yeah. no. Work-life balance and anyways. Yeah. Okay, so go on. We'll get into that a little bit more mm-hmm. in the um, land conquest uh, business system. So uh, the other thing that's part of that and next step, kind of step after you get your website is phone number. I have nowhere so, to go. I don't huh? know what to do. You don't know what to do for a phone number? That's I would be like, okay, I'm shutting down. First of all, don't give them your cell phone number. Don't put your cell phone number on all your outreach. Pete Reese, did you do that? <laughs> did I? I don't think so. No, I? I would not. Oh. No. <laughs> I don't think I made that mistake. At least if I did, I don't remember. Actually, Uh, probably years and years ago before it was more common. I think you did have at one point, like this was a long time ago where you could have multiple phone numbers to one cell phone. Mm -hmm. Does that? I think I did at one point, maybe. Oh, I did have our business going to my cell phone for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, all my real estate stuff was like that. Right. Yeah. But it's it's not really the best thing to do. So you've got a couple different options with phone numbers. You can use something like Google Voice. And Google Google Voice has a um, paid professional type thing, mm-hmm. not, a, not a free service. They, they have a paid professional phone line that you can do part of their service. You could also use Open Phone as a common one that, that people use as well. Uh, the other thing is that's actually part of our Land Conquest business system as well. You get five phone numbers. You can choose any area code that's available in the country. And then um, you can, you know, have different regions. So you don't have to sign up for it. You already signed up for it. You, they just pick the. They just pick the numbers. Yeah. As part of their, you know, their monthly service fee for the, the Land Conquest business system, they get five phone numbers. And these phone numbers you can text, uh, you can call, you know, so you got voice and text. Mm-hmm. And then also all of these calls are recorded, which are which is very nice as well. You can go back, review conversations. If you have someone else in your team making calls, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool, you can go back and listen to how that is. The other thing that's cool is if you have an answering service uh, like we do, mm-hmm. we use a phone answering service. The lead calls in and actually drops into our business system. So even though it's an outside service that answers the calls and everything, we can listen to those recorded calls in our system. To see exactly like maybe the notes that they gave us about that call weren't really correct. Right. And you want to get the tone of this person's calling to, to see if they're really interested in selling or if they're just kind of trying to waste your time or whatever. You mm-hmm. can listen to that call and kind of get that additional information, which is kind of cool. That's invaluable, too, because it all goes it's all kept together with that same lead. Mm-hmm. So yes. you're not searching. It's like you go to one thing and it's. Yeah. All, all the, the whole conversation, everything related mm-hmm. to that lead is there. It's like any emails you sent, texts you sent, phone calls, recordings. It's all like in that stream there, which is kind of nice. Yeah, because I noticed lately when I've been searching my emails, it won't pull up everything. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. I don't understand why that's happening, but that's kind of a big deal. Yep. Next thing you need to do is you need to have an email address. Mm-hmm. So without an email address, see, a lot of people want to email you too. They don't, these days we get, we put together a lot of deals just by email. Yeah. I don't want anyone calling me right. or even really texting me. I guess if you have to, you can text me. Yeah. Some people but don't love to call, call me. Yeah. Some people love to call. Some people like to email. Some people like to text. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of meet them where they are most comfortable. So an email address is one of those things. We use Google Workspace as mm-hmm. kind of our email solution. And basically, if you haven't used that or heard of that, 
Uh, you just sign up with Google. They basically charge you per user. It's like $10 a month or whatever package you do or $12 a month or something like that per user. That's how I know that you don't pay the bills. That's true. It I don't pay 12, the bills. It's $12. $12. Yeah. Okay. All right. Per, they keep changing it. But then I think it's, you get like a, if, maybe $6 for an extra or something like that. Or. Yeah. So basically you sign you, whatever domain you have, if you've got blueskyproperties.com mm -hmm. as the example, you would do like Pete at blueskyproperties.com. And that would you'd set that up through the Google Google workspace there. So and then you would just open up a Gmail tab and you've got that that email there. So you want to get a separate email for any of your correspondence, you know, probably something like we typically recommend like offers, you know, at Blue Sky right. Property or yeah. something like that. You know, something generic. And that that kind of goes on your outbound stuff. But then you need a separate email as well to kind of correspond with the title companies and and other people aside from the sellers. So, so like the like outside the, facing plus the business side ones. Exactly. Yeah. OK, so after you have your email address, the next thing you need to consider is your actual address, not mm -hmm. an email address, not something in cyberspace, but an actual address. Now, this is a physical address where mail can be received. It's not an address that you have to have where you could have like a storefront or anything like that. Basically, there are services out there that will act as a virtual mailing address for you. So you can put these addresses on your court, your letters, any of your correspondence mm -hmm. and everything, and that can be your business address. Now, when you send out a lot of mail, like we do, you know, people send mail back. So sometimes they'll send back a signed offer. Sometimes they'll send back an insulting letter <laughs> saying how they don't like me or something, but that's okay. Uh, what happens is that the mail processing facility will then open your mail for you. Mm -hmm. They will scan that in and they will email you generally. Uh, that's how most of them work. Or they have a platform where you log in and you see all the mail that's received there. And I just want to say that it's the most brilliant thing ever. Like I wish we had found it a thousand years ago. It's the best. Because first of all, they're scanning it for you. I hate scanning stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they're scanning it for you. They're opening it. They're receiving it. Like it's everything. Like it's, it's pretty amazing and it's quick. Right. And then you decide if you want them to forward it to you, like if it's something that you need a copy of or they can yeah, shred they can it. Physically, they can physically yeah. forward it to you yes, uh -huh. if you so, want them to send it to your home address or something. Yeah. Like so sometimes we get people that will send refund checks for escrows or something like that. And so they'll send it there and I just look at the scan I'm like, OK, ship it. Yep. Pay my two dollars or whatever it is. And then they send it off and they forward it to where we are. And it's just amazing. It's it's actually really, really cool. Yeah. So I definitely recommend it in this business, especially if you're doing direct mail. If you're if you're not doing direct mail, I guess you could get away with doing a P.O. box or something, but you never want to use your home address. Right. I don't even like the idea of having it in near you. Like I mm -hmm. like having it in a different Yeah, area. in a different town or something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or a different state altogether. And we have that. Yeah, and, we and have we have multiple different states. Actually. Right. And why do we do that? Well, it really helps to kind of position yourself uh, to the seller as someone that's at least somewhat somewhat close to them. Mm -hmm. They generally view, you know, some of these areas, they, they view people on the other end of the country. They say, don't like people from California. Say, say we're sending I'm something to the East it. Coast. Some people mm -hmm. don't like the people from California. So for us, we get around that mm -hmm. by we, we have like an East Coast type address that we send to people mm -hmm. on the East Coast. But we have an advantage because we have a card carrying member of the East Coast in our family, That's right? Me. I'm from the East Coast. Right. So, so that helps. Yeah. And then I open my mouth and it's obvious that I'm not. Yeah. You well, can totally you know. tell, like totally. Yeah. Like, oh totally my God. Other. Yeah. Weird. Uh, so definitely recommend those mailing services and they're not too expensive. No. You know, some of them are like 10 bucks even a month, something like that. Something yeah. crazy. And then, Super you know, and they have plans, you know, depending on how much mail you expect to receive and things. So you could you could adjust mm -hmm. that as as time goes on to kind of calibrate just to what you're going to need. But they're, they're not too expensive. And particularly if you're going to be mailing or doing your outreach in a particular region, you probably want to have something close, set up an address close to there. And there's another reason to have it close by too, because if someone is sending something back, it can take, you know, a few days to reach. That's a great you know, point. Like if you're doing it in New York and they'd have to mail it all the way to California and the mail is right. taking longer, if there's one that's really close, it's within a day. Yeah. And that's, that's and a really good point because, you know, time kills deals. So mm -hmm. if someone sends back a signed offer and for some reason they change their mind or, you know, it's been a week or something like mm -hmm. that. And they haven't heard from you. They start getting squeamish. Yeah, because um, you're you're not real then. Yeah, exactly. So so it's best to kind of limit those time, mm -hmm. timelines as much as you can. That's a great way to do it. Yeah. And don't use your home address. So let's just reiterate <laughs> that again. Don't use your home address. Keep things Just separate. don't do it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Then um, you have bank account. Yeah. You know, I've kind of had it out of order. Next thing you really want to do oh. is an entity. Oh, okay. So because an entity is something, you know. LLC could be a corporation. There's tons of great information on YouTube, online, everywhere about 
what entity is right for your particular situation. Mm -hmm. Now, everyone has has different situations. There's no thing where I could say, oh, do an LLC, do a corporation, do an S corporation. Mm -hmm. You don't like, I don't know. I don't know what your situation is. And we're not attorneys or tax advisors, tax advisors or entity professional. (laughs) Yeah. So so you want to do some research about that, decide what is the best type of entity for you and then go for it. You know, create an entity. We've got a great place that will set up your entity for you in any state you want. And then that, I, I think it can, it's as low as like 50 bucks. Right. And we have that, they can find that information in. The- oh, that, yeah. That's in the land uh, mm-hmm. conquest training program. So there's we've got a link to a special promotion we've got in there. Yeah. So. And they've got um, some educational material there. So that, that might be a, a good place to start if you're not sure. And in the past, we've kind of been like, oh, this is probably it. Now we're like, no, it's so different for every person. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's important to do that. But that's scary for people. I've realized that that's a kind of a scary thing. For us, it's always been exciting. Oh, it's very exciting. You know, once you, mm-hmm. once you start that entity, mm-hmm. that corporation, the LLC, whatever it is, it's like, it's real. Like you're doing something official. Do you think because we're kids of the 80s that that's like, that was the whole corporation? Yeah, kinda? maybe. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Every single time we do it, it's like, it's still fun for me. Are you looking to scale your land flipping business quickly? Well, we're happy to present our new cutting edge system built specifically for land flippers. Take a look at the Land Conquest business system today and you'll gain full access to a customizable pre-made website. CRM, dedicated phone numbers, text automations, 24-7 support, and more. It's basically a business in the box. Go to software.landconquest.com to learn more. Well, you know, these services, they have some cool, like some of them try to, to make it pretty cool. Like you can buy upgraded packages where they send you these really fancy looking binders. Oh my and God, stock I hate certificates that. And all these kind of things. It's, it's, kind, not, of, it's kind of cool. I but, know, but then I'm like, I feel an obligation that I need to safe keep this random binder. You know what I mean? With like a corporate stamp, know, seal, and all kinds of cool stuff in there. I am um, really into like getting rid of everything. I don't uh, like stuff, which is your fault because you mm-hmm. don't like stuff. Let's and just now, get rid of this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Get out. But so yeah, it, it's fine. We'll see. I'm, you do what you want to do. Okay. So figure that out. Mm-hmm. Make a decision. Start an entity. It's actually very, you know, when you use one of those services, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, part of that process too, they'll ask you if you want a tax ID number. Mm-hmm. And if you are going to be, if that is going to be taxed and as its as own entity, you'll need that tax ID number. So. Uh, it's just like another thing too, though. Maybe if you don't, haven't done it a lot of times, I don't, you don't want to be giving out your social security number. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just always better to have like the tax ID number, your social security number. You should probably keep it. That, like that's yeah. another way to kind of look at it, why you'd want to do that. You've got this separate entity, which is like a different person, really. Right. It's like its whole mm-hmm. separate, it's a separate you know, thing. And then you could obviously do things in your personal name as well. But it's good to have that distinction between, you know, yourself and your and your business assets, number one. And then also there are some tax advantages depending on how, how you can set that up. So I assume you're going to be making a lot of money. So you need to consider that. Yeah. So. And if you already have an attorney or you already have a tax advisor, ask them. I yep. bet you they're going to be like, oh, yeah, this right here. Right. Okay. Okay. So once you have that, once you have your entity. Now can you open your bank account? Now you can open up your bank account. Because they're going to, and that's true the way that that I'm glad you kind of flip-flopped it. Although I try to follow your cheat sheet. Yeah, I just kind of messed up. Immediately. Exactly as outlined, but you'll need that information to open the bank account. That's the whole reason for having that because you'll need to bring your, you know, articles of incorporation or however your LLC operating agreement and your tax ID number to open up your bank account. Yep. And then they have some of them have they they require like a a bank authorization to start your account Mm -hmm. or something like that, which a lot of these normally print it. Yeah. Yeah. They'll just print print it for you. you. Yeah. But where what bank should they use? I think I mean, there's so many now that you can do online, Mm -hmm. you know, or or if you have one established, we went with some national ones. We have a few different ones just because we send so many wires. We were at a, a small town bank for a long time, which I loved them. It was great personal service and everything. And we still have good service with the national ones. We have our own account reps. But if you're going to be sending a lot of wires, which is... Yeah, that's a lot of this business is sending wires, wires. sending and receiving wires, which is good. Uh-huh. So if you're doing well, you're sending sending and receiving yeah. a lot of money. And they're just, it's more dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, I can send one from one of the, I, you know, there's like three or four big big banks. I, I don't think you can go wrong with any of them really, but I can send it from one of my accounts to another one and be there like instantly a wire. Whereas right. I, I didn't have to go down to a bank. Yeah. You don't, you want to avoid that. You, you want to avoid the situation where you're having to actually go down to the branch and then submitting some sort of paper or form that you fill out and then processing it. And then it basically they get around to it by the end of the day. You know, that that's some banks mm. operate in that way. Yeah, but, still. But the, the major ones have great online mm-hmm. sites 
where you can do everything from your computer. You can initiate the wire, sends instantly, and it's just it'll save you a lot of headache because the last thing you want to be doing is calling your bank and saying, hey, did you send the wire? And then the escrow attorney off is saying, did you send the wire? And you're I like, I submitted it. I went down there earlier today. And, you know, and then you get, it's just a lot of unnecessary stuff. If you can kind of eliminate that, that part of it, I highly recommend it. And then the other thing to consider is fees. You know, like some banks will give you a certain number of wires each month for free. Sometimes they won't charge you for receiving them, depending on what kind of accounts you have. So, you know, different things to consider. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's some that are just online. No, in like you can't do anything impersonal, but you know, now that you can do deposits on your, on an app, I mean, yeah, it's great. You just, you know, when you get a check or something like that, then you just take a picture and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought, you know, like even 10 years ago. Oh, when I was a bank teller, I would have been a little worried. Yes. (laughs) You know, like, oh no, there goes my job, but it's not, not nearly (laughs) the case. I know it's pretty cool. So yeah. Get that opened. And then what's the next step? Well, you're probably have to deposit some money into it to just like start out like hundred bucks. You do? <laughs> yeah. And then you're going to be getting lots of money coming in. That's the goal. That's, yeah, the, that's plan. the goal. Next thing, which I have as an optional step is the phone answering system. Now mm-hmm. we use a company that answers our phones 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you know, 365 days a year. There's no, there's no gap there. And we've talked about this before, but you'd be surprised how many people call weird hours. Yep. Like you're thinking, oh, should, you know, nine to five, like, no, don't, because someone will be like, finally get the courage. I'm going to sell it. I've made the decision. It's 10 p.m. on a Friday night. I'm going to call them. And then they're shocked when someone answers. And then, you know, what their response is, oh, this is a real company. Yeah. There's someone that's actually answering the phone. And basically what we do is we give them a script and Mm -hmm. we've got that in the training program as well. But basically they answer the phone with your company name. So they Mm -hmm. say, hi, this is so-and-so properties. And, you know, they go through the script that we give them, which is like, you know, did you receive a letter in the mail or, you know, why, mm-hmm. you, you know, that it goes through all these different questions they ask. We get a little bit of information, try to assess their motivation. Are they calling because they're interested in selling? Or are they calling because they're just mad because the offer amount was too low? Or are they calling to just kind of talk about a different property they've mm-hmm. got? So all these different things we can kind of evaluate in that first call. As soon as that call is done, then it they send us the the information on that call. They can also live transfer as well. They can live transfer to you if they, if they feel like it's a it's mm-hmm. a good potential lead and it's during certain hours and things like that. You could set up all these parameters. But the big thing is that they do a lot of screening. You don't have to do that screening yourself, which is very time consuming. And to come, these calls come in at all random hours mm-hmm. of the day. Someone might leave a message. You know, like if you're doing the voicemail approach, which some people do, you know, they just set up a voicemail saying, leave a message, leave the information about your reference number or whatever. But then you're calling people back. You don't really know if they are interested or not. You're just It's just a lot of, you may not be able to get a hold of them again. Like there's just a lot of back and forth. I think it's pretty unnecessary. So I highly recommend a phone answering service. And it's actually not that much. No, I was actually shocked at how reasonable it is for what they're doing. Yeah, it is based off of volume. You know, mm-hmm. it's volume of minutes generally. Like how many minutes is it? Are they on the phone uh, for your company over that month? So the more minutes, the more money. It's not even that bad considering we do a really high volume of that and it's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. So last thing is the Land Conquest business system, which we touched on. Uh, basically, there's a number of things all built into that. First of all, the website, the phone numbers, phone calls, emails, text, everything can go through there, the conversations. Uh, we've got a bunch of automations which are in there that kind of are a replacement for Maybe having building out a, a huge team in a lot of ways, yeah. like some of these things can just happen automatically without having you to do, do a lot of these menial tasks. This is all set up based off of how our business has been streamlined over the years. Mm-hmm. All these systems and processes we set up all custom for the land business like we do. It. Well, it's like, everything that keeps it going forward, moving forward, even if you're not sitting at this computer. It's pushing, you know, so that you're optimizing your time so you don't have to hire another 50 people. And these are all the major mm-hmm. aspects of the business. You know, you've got the acquisition side, mm-hmm. like getting a deal wrapped up, you know, getting a getting a property under contract. You've got the due diligence side where you're researching these properties. You've got the uh, transaction side where you're actually purchasing and closing the transaction with the closing company, escrow attorney, a title title company. And then you've got the marketing, you know, once you own the property, like all the marketing processes, keeping all of that organized value add. And this could be if you are going to do certain things to the property, you know, to make it more appealing to a potential buyer. There's we have a whole process and 
and flow for that. And then also the transaction resale side, after you get under contract to resell the property, you have to manage that process as well. A lot of different kind of major aspects of this business. And it really helps if you're not kind of trying to do all these things manually. And you've got a lot of automations to kind of kind of help you out. Right. If you're really good at coding and I mean, maybe you could spend a year. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I would. Even if that was your thing, it, it would take forever. See, ours is you built, wouldn't know right. what you need to know. Ours is built on an established platform uh, it's called High Level mm-hmm. where you basically can build all of these mm-hmm. customizations built on top of that. So we've got all these. The platform itself does nothing. But all these customizations basically run our business and and do everything for us. So it's kind um, of like a storefront that's completely empty. Yes. You know, it's like, okay, good. They they sold you this thing and, and maybe it's got some extra studs in the wall so that you can <laughs> hang stuff up, but then you still need someone to come in that actually knows, okay, like how do we build this out? It's like great, it's a great structure, but it does nothing by itself. Exactly. It no, it nothing. doesn't bring you any money. That's for sure. No. And it, and it doesn't have all these things. So it's like, then you have someone. So we actually have someone full-time on staff that all they do is build out these things like, mm-hmm. and make it better and better and better and better. Yeah. For this. Yeah. Part, and, and we're going to be launching this pretty soon. I don't oh, yeah, have it's not the available. exact, <laughs> I don't have the exact date, but it's, it's coming soon. I'm not ready to announce the exact date. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a date in mind, but it will be very soon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll have more details and, and all that kind of stuff coming soon. Yeah. But like with all of our stuff, mm-hmm. we, th- we say, okay, if someone was ready to jump in, because most of the people that want to get into this business just want to, they enjoy like the thrill comes from the buy and the sell. Yeah. Right. The thrill doesn't come from this stuff. It yeah. doesn't. Right. It doesn't, yeah. And so we're like, okay, that's who it's like you, it's a, it's a you. And what would have made you jump from where we started to where we are now and not have to worry about all this like stuff. I almost call it BS, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean? This like not fun stuff. It's like, that's what it was created. It was created on like, okay, so that you don't have to worry about that. You can just send out the offers, negotiate the offers, the fun stuff, fun stuff. Yeah. And then all this stuff that, that, um, will make you more money. But anyway, so yeah, it's not even ready. So I don't Yeah. Very soon. Yeah, Very soon, soon though, okay. I will be able to announce the actual launch date and okay. give you some more details on things as well. Okay. So, um, let me, we're now going to transition into mm-hmm. the segment of the podcast. Well, that was so official. Well, you know, I try to try to get better every week. Do try we have like improve. little chimes, like you know the, <laughs> the segue ones? Like yes, this is kind of the Q and A section of the program or the podcast mm-hmm. where we talk about these are questions that we pulled from our land conquest community. So I cherry pick these. We did not. You pi- you pick these. Pick that these. You, yes. So sometimes it's a surprise for me. You make me weird. Where we read wild things here, and I'm like, well, maybe you should have done your homework before the show and start read. <laughs> these i know right yes. uh, we'll see anything i should i warn myself are any of these tongue twisters like that one a couple weeks ago where Not i couldn't make aware it of, no. okay we'll see let's see okay so max says 120 days on market wait we're, these are from our community land the, conquest. Yeah, our land conquest community so it's we have the course there but then if you're joining us now we actually have a community there you ask questions and very yeah. supportive it's wonderful but anyways okay so max says 120 days on market i've had some land on the mls for 120 days with no offers and i've done one price job about a month ago land specialist realtor who sold a ton of these lots assures me it will sell at its current price i believe pete recommends price dropping every three weeks how much should i drop by like five percent each time here's my theory on this if a property has been on the market for a month at a certain price and it hasn't sold yet I think you're probably a little bit overpriced, especially if you're not getting a lot of activity and you can check out the activity. One of the things I look at to kind of gauge the activity is Zillow. So I look on Zillow, I pull up the listing on there and I see how many saves in the past 30 days, how many views past 30 days. Now each area is a little different. So you want to compare it to other properties and things on there, but right. You don't uh, want to compare it to another area. That's like super, super hot. Yeah, exactly. Cause you might still be pretty hot for your market. Yeah. So you want to look on there, see if you're getting a good amount of saves and activity. And that's generally a good indication. If you're somewhat priced right, if you're getting low activity or something, then there's something wrong. So generally it's the price. Generally you're overpriced or it could be something about the property uh, itself that is not desirable. Which means you're still overpriced. Which means you're still overpriced. Um, (laughs) I want to say land agents, a lot of times are used to waiting Mm -hmm. because they get, because the the goal is like someone will put it on the market and they'll say, Hey, this could take two, three years to sell. I mean, like it Mm -hmm. could, I don't know what they're, they're saying six months a year to sell or whatever, because they want top dollar and land strategically or not strategically is slower to sell, but that's not our model. No. And no. so you have to go into it telling these agents, like, I don't, everything you know about land is not what I want to do. <laughs> I want to list it super competitively because I want someone to say, this person's crazy. They're selling it so cheap or, yeah. you know what I mean? We want to be done with the property in 60 to 90 days, meaning mm-hmm. we want it out of our inventory in that amount of time. 
And, you know, when we're asking for these opinions from brokers about where to list the property at, uh, we're telling them that, you know, we're, you know, what do you think the price would be in order to get it sold in 60 to 90 days and like out of our inventory and you're sold and you get a commission check. So in this case, 24.9 you're at, it's been 120 days. I would personally drop it down to 19.9. I knew you were going to say that. But, you know, and that's, uh, what is that, about 20% off. Mm-hmm. You could take it step by step and go down to, you know, 23.5. But what then, do I always know, say? Yeah. What's like I my don't know. Say? What do you say? Chasing the bottom. Yeah, you're chasing it down. Yeah, yeah I, and like that yeah. bothers me. Right. So I, I'd make a bold move at this point and cut it down to 19.9. And then I would also look at the, maybe at the marketing itself. How do the photos look? Mm-hmm. You know, Consider, put yourself in the shoes of a potential buyer. Does the property look appealing when you're looking at these photos, you know, or were the photos taken on a really dreary day and it looks like it's just a bunch of overgrown brush, you know, so you might want to consider something like that. Like, how does the actual listing look? How how is it described? You know, is there a two word description of it? Is it actually something that would sell you if you're interested in buying a property in the area? So, so just consider that. Uh, you may want to adjust a price like that, but you also would likely want to maybe see how it's being marketed and see if there's anything you could do to kind of jazz that marketing up. And I understand you are like are using an agent to do that marketing, but it's your property. So if you see things that need to be improved, don't be shy. Reach out to them and ask them to make those improvements. OK, ready for the next question? I'm ready. OK, so Evan asks, of options if apparently a suitable site failed perk test. So I have a buyer who is trying to sell a two acre parcel in a rural land. It's surrounded by homes with septic systems and wells, but it failed a perk test last year, leading to him losing a much better offer. I have the documentation from the county and the perk test. The lot is fully wooded, but otherwise appears identical to surrounding lots in flat area with no wetlands or flood zones. Is this something where a new test by a soil engineer may just do the trick or not worth it? He's willing to let it go for 10K, he said as verbal no PA yet. I'm tempted to, to think um, that it could work somewhat at that price, but if the perk test is a must pass, then maybe not. So I wonder if he just went through the county and how they were kind of like... That was that was my first question. Yeah. I mean, here's what can happen in a lot of these states. You've got, you know, it's different in each area. Each right. area has their protocols, but, but in a lot of areas, you've got kind of the county, which mm-hmm. you can just pay a you know, certain fee, maybe $250 or something like, like that. It's like a, the most budget-friendly option. Yes. That's why a lot of people do budget it. Budget-friendly, yeah. So you fill mm-hmm. it, go down to the county or online, you <laughs> fill out this form, uh, pay a fee, $250, $350, something like that. And then someone from the county goes out to the site, randomly drills a hole on the property to check how if it's suitable for a septic system. They don't really generally put any sort of attention into finding the best spot on the property, um, looking in different areas on the property, and just kind of working it, basically. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of randomly doing what they think, you know, you know, satisfy the requirements of what they're supposed to do, and then that's that. So we've run into a lot of properties where the county goes out, they're like, oh, we drilled two holes and it's not suitable in this area. In those situations, you can generally have the option of paying a soil scientist to go out there, and basically they will look at all the different features of the property. They'll look at soil maps. They'll drill holes in all these different areas. They'll try to find an area suitable for a septic system on that property. Also, in some areas as well, they can design alternative systems that will be a a suitable uh, septic system. So, mm-hmm. well, they're incentivized to actually find if if it can perk, mm-hmm. they will find a spot where it can perk. They're right. not going to create a perk like they're not. You can't just pay them and they'll just like yeah, lie about sign it. off on or something. No. Okay, yeah, and then it backs up and you, maybe maybe some people do that, but right, it's no, not. You, you don't. You want to work with legitimate people, right? Uh, but they're incentivized to actually work it and do it. And and the counties are normally so overrun that they literally have okay, we've got two. They might not even be looking at the best option. It might be the one closest to the road, closest to where they park their car, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're thinking as if it perks here, it'll perk everywhere. So whatever. And and they're just doing the bare minimum, Mm -hmm. not their fault necessarily. They, they have to keep it moving. They've got so many, they're so backed up. Okay. So what I would do in this situation Mm -hmm. is that $10,000, I think was the price the seller's willing to let it go for. What I would do is I would get it under contract, but also have it in your contract that you're allowed to conduct any type of investigations that you like on the property. Mm I would go out and before you actually close on the purchase of the property, I would hire a soil scientist. I would have them go out to the property. I would have them, you know, see if they can find a suitable location. If it do, if they can't find anything that's going to work, then I would 
cancel the transaction. Right. So obviously you're going to have a cost in paying for someone to go out there and do that that soil uh, test. You know, maybe a lot of times, like if you reach out to them, they can normally tell you too if the, if it's even worth it. Do you have a great deal under contract? Well, submit it to partnerwithpete.com. The Partner with Pete program is a deal funding program where we will actually use our funds to complete the purchase of the property. We will do every other step of the process, including the due diligence, the transaction side, the marketing side, and the transaction on the resale side. And when all the dust settles, we will split the profits 50-50. There is no downside for you as an investor, only upside. So once again, go to partnerwithpete.com, submit your deal there, and let's get it funded. Yeah, they might know that area is good or it's bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. In this area, it sounds like there's homes all around it. So hopefully there's a there's a good spot. Maybe there's good potential. So look at the numbers, first of all. Make sure the numbers work. Make sure the upside is there. That, right. Yeah. And uh, then it's a situation where you might have to gamble that $800 or whatever you're going to have to pay the soil scientists in order to go out there and do the test. Is it worth the gamble? You know, is there upside in this property? Is it something you could sell for $40,000 if you can get it to mm-hmm. perk? Or is it something that's only worth twenty thousand mm-hmm. and you get it to perk? You know, so and you don't have to, force it's a about deal. the numbers. Yeah, yeah, don't force a deal. There's more deals out there that it just might be worth it to right. didn't perk, whatever. Right. Okay. Marianne says safe to celebrate here. It's it's Mary Ann Ann, actually. So two two people. Oh, okay. But, but yes, I know it says Mary Ann. Okay. Okay, so Mayor and I had to pinch ourselves with this one. Delightful seller, solid realtor, two days on the market, buy it for 75000 sell it for 175000 waited till the pretty wire arrived in our account to celebrate, hoping here's a home run to everyone's future. Yes, so... Oh, she's saying it's safe to celebrate or something. Yes, like, she's not saying Not asking, is this safe to celebrate? Oh, no, I was like, No, yes. she knows. She's ready to uh, I'm like, celebrate. It is, yes, it is safe to celebrate. That's funny. This isn't even a question, but this was a post in our community. And uh, we uh, actually partnered with Mary and Ann on an, another um, deal, but this is a different deal that they did that they posted about, which I thought was awesome. They purchased the property for, what did it say, 75000 uh-huh. and they sold it for one seventy-five. So do the math. Uh, you know, there's closing costs and everything involved there, but do the math. They made a substantial amount of money on that that deal. That is awesome. Well, congratulations. I feel like I should have known that. Yeah. <laughs> but my apologies. Good job, Mary and Anne. Yeah, um, I just I just think it's incredible. So, you know, so those deals, it's not just us doing, you know, mm-hmm. larger deals and things. There's lots of other people. So in the, my, my microphone. There's lots of other people in the community doing those types of deals as well. So it's not just it's not just us or or someone else that you hear of. Like there are a lot of people that are doing really solid land deals. And, you know, it doesn't take too many of those to really start having a, a major impact Snowballs. on your life. Yeah. 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 And and yeah, I guess what she's saying is like, we got this happened. This worked. And yeah, it's time to multiply. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Keep Celebrate them going. Your so, new very awesome. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Well, congratulations. OK, so Millie says skip trace on return mail. Hi, guys. Anyone here send first class mail? I get back return mail, but haven't put in the effort to skip trace them and email. A remail. Was wondering if anyone has any wins on skip tracing. We've actually talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Yes. So skip tracing, first of all, for those that you don't know, it's basically services that you can enter in an address or something like that, and they will compile, they will bring together a bunch of online databases, and uh, they will give you a forwarding address or a phone number or multiple They phone try to find an address for the person that, that your address didn't work. Right. So skip trace service basically... We'll use these online databases mm-hmm. to come up with some information to hopefully allow you to reach out and contact these people in some way. So with first class mail, first class mail is more expensive. Mm-hmm. It generally would get there a little bit quicker in most cases. But the big feature, the big benefit that they mention with first class mail is that if it's undeliverable, they will either forward it or they'll they'll send it back to you. They'll let you know. Right. And, you know, we think about it this way when we've talked about it is that there's probably opportunity there because like us, we don't do first class mail. Yeah, we do standard class standard. mail, which is a, a cheaper postage rate, mm-hmm. which the, the reason we do that is because it allows us to send out like the postage is a big part of the mail. Mm-hmm. Like there's also the cost of the letter and the processing and all that kind of stuff. But the postage is actually a big chunk of that. And because the, we go with the standard class mail, we're out, able to send out a lot more pieces of mail. Mm-hmm. So, so, and there's more people like us. So I was thinking that's kind of like um, an opportunity in that, that if you do first class, then you'll know, you'll be able to reach if you do the skip tracing or the forwarding, you'll be able to reach people that we won't be reaching. That's right. So those are, un, those are people that you've kind of taken that, 
a barrier of entry. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, so I think there's opportunity. However, does it make sense to spend more on that upfront or could you just blanket more? Yeah. And that's the, that's the question of the day. I mean, ultimately any of this type of marketing comes down to testing, mm-hmm. but the overwhelming majority of land investors that do direct mail do standard class mail mm-hmm. because they're able to send out so many more offer letters and it, you know, the appearance of the mail itself doesn't really look a lot, a lot different. Sometimes no. some of the standard class mail even looks better than some of the first class stuff that that's out there. It's important to really do kind of that math and make that decision. I mean, I guess it's possible that you can do this first class mail. You know, obviously you're going to send out less letters. You're going to get some of the stuff back. So potentially you could then skip trace these people, which also costs money and then remail them again, which costs money again. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure that that's that would pay off. I mean, I guess if you're interested in testing it or whatever, it's something. If you've already sent out that first class mail and you've got a bunch of these back, that's probably a good list to work on and see if you could yeah, see you, how could, you could skip trace it because you've already spent that money. But as a strategy for land investors, I wouldn't recommend it unless you, you know, mm-hmm. but do what you think is best. Well, the so. only way to know is you've got, I mean, if, if we're with anything in the world, um, you need to have scientific data, right? Mm-hmm. So you yeah. would have to do A-B testing mm-hmm. and you would have to compare like, okay, when I did it this way, how many leads did I get? And when I did it this way. And then you need to take the next step up and you'd say, okay, how much does it cost to skip trace these ones? Then I need to reach out to these ones. And then you have to take at the end of the day, those two, and they'd have to be pretty similar to know because some areas it might work better than exactly. other areas. Yeah, there's so, a lot of variables. Right. Yeah. You would have to actually look at the numbers and figure out yeah. how it works. But I, I like what you said. She's already got those. Mm-hmm. So why not just take those? Give it a shot and try it. Yeah. And then see. And if you get an exponential amount of response and, and deals that close and then resell, like at the end of the day, you look back and say, wow, okay, that was way, you know, try it again. Yeah. And see. It's hard That's to the only do way though. to know. It's hard. You got to do real volume too to get real results right. because, you know, you could send out 5,000 letters uh, 6,000 letters, and you mm-hmm. may not even get a deal out of that. One deal could be worth $100,000 like we saw in, in today's right. thing. You and know? the so, other thing, these addresses, if it's undeliverable, I'm not really sure what's up because this is normally like tax record addresses. This yes. is where they're getting their tax notices. Mm-hmm. And so that means they're not getting their tax record notices. So then they're going to default. It's like, I wonder when you say you have some of them, how many do you have? Are we talking three? Mm-hmm. Are we talking 300? Are we talking 3000? Like what percentage? Because mm-hmm. if there's, let's say a 6%, it's not worth it. It mm-hmm. has to be statistically significant too. Yeah. So anyways, that was fun. Yes, that was fun. Okay. So let's, uh, let's kind of wrap up sure. where all the free resources that we give out. If you're interested in land flipping, which I mean, who wouldn't be? I love when I, you, you know, do that because I already know you're going to be like. <laughs> I mean, I think land flipping is an amazing business. You know model, what you said yesterday? You were brushing your teeth. This is, okay. this is this is our life. You were brushing your teeth and I can't remember what I was doing. I was like getting my contacts ready for the next day or something. And you were like, you know what? I'm really having fun with this. I really do. You were talking about how much you enjoy this, but it was so yeah. funny because you're brushing your teeth. And you just turn, you're like, I'm really, I was like having fun with brushing your teeth. Like, no, with the, the land, like, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe you're enjoying brushing your teeth. That's great. I appreciate well, that you do, do brush it. your that's teeth. I do it once a week at least. <laughs> Shut up. It's horrible. But yeah, it's, it's actually like, you, it's really fun for you. It is fun. And I think that there's a lot of people that you don't gamble. This is your, no. but this is your excitement. And, and there's a lot of people that enjoy this kind of excitement and this, that it brings it. Yep. Yep. So, uh, definitely. Now that I just derailed yeah, you. You derailed me a little bit, but that's okay. I, I love it. You know, and maybe you would love it too. I don't know. I think it's a, a lot of great things about the land flipping business, but if they've made it this far, they like land flipping. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Saying. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So here's some of the resources to kind of go further down the rabbit hole. We've obviously got the land conquest community. So landconquest.com training programs in there, the communities in it's, there, which is awesome, all, by the way. It's all free, by the way. So you just, it's all free. now I'm stealing your lines. I said, by the way. Yeah. Well, it's at no cost. At no cost. Yeah, yeah. Geez, that's what I normally say. You just have to give your address. I'm not yeah. your address, your email address to log in. Right. That's about it. Mm-hmm. And then also we've got our website, turningprofit.com. Mm-hmm. Each month we do a, and I do a monthly income report where I detail all the numbers of our business, the revenue, the gross profit, every single deal we did, what we bought it for, what we sold it for, how much we made on that property, days we held it for, notes on that property, what went well, what didn't go well. That'll show you exactly what's possible in the land business. On that site as well, there's a thing where you can opt in for, you have to give your email address for, uh, but it's the 51st deals uh, that we did. I love that one. Yeah. So that's a video where I basically I'm sharing my screen. I'm going through 
the 51st deals that we did, like what we bought it for, we sold it for, all this kind of what stuff. What worked, what didn't work. Exactly. What so, you learned. Yeah. So you get to see the whole progression mm -hmm. from number one to number 50. And we're way, way, way beyond that right now. But it's a great way to kind of give an idea and you can kind of do some fun stuff and figure out the math on, on, on the, those properties as well. And you'll see that we didn't lose any money on any of those deals. So we made money. Huh? We made a lot of money. Yes, that's for sure. So uh, that's an interesting thing. And then what else is there? Oh, where are you? Where are oh, you on the internet? Oh, yes, Instagram, uh, Reese Peter, mm -hmm. at Reese Peter. Uh, and then I'm going to be building my Twitter or X account as well. <laughs> and that's just at Pete Reese. What else is there? Uh, YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Yes, yes. At Turning Profit is right. on if there. If you are listening to us um, on your favorite podcast player, if you could please just um, rate it, review it for Pete. Not yes. just pretend. A good I'm review only, though. Yeah, and then YouTube. If you're listening to us, we actually add more. It's more dynamic on YouTube. So if you want to hop on over there at Turning Profit, yes, you can see what we look mm -hmm. like, which may not be a good thing for you to view me, but you know that's all right. Excuse me, I'm on this too. <laughs> oh. You know what's so funny? Um, do you remember when we were, you know, you're flying or whatever, and the these um, flight attendant goes through the whole safety stuff and there's a certain percentage of the population that nods along because mm -hmm. I feel like she needs to have the, or he needs to have that support. So they're giving the whole thing and I've heard it like 5,000 times. I've flown a million times, right? And I, I listen and I notice our kids I do that too. Yeah, yeah I'm, I pay attention and I look around. No one else is. But then they make eye contact with you. That was me with you when you were saying all this stuff. I was, if you notice, I was like, mm -hmm. I nod along to you. Total support of spouse yes. here. I appreciate so. the support, Heather. But yeah, um, Connect with Pete on Instagram. Got questions or whatever? Let him know. I guess if you... Um, There's a wealth of previous podcast yeah. episodes here as well. So, But we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week, every yeah. Tuesday. Every Tuesday. We'll see yep. you there. All right. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Bye. Yep, bye. Ready to start turning profit yourself? Head to turningprofit.com to step up your real estate investing game. See you on the next episode.